Today is Tuesday, June 21st, 2022. Disney's new film Lightyear went broke at the box office, beat by Jurassic World like a drum and by Top Gun Maverick. Conservatives say go woke, go broke. The U.S. Army is teaching critical race theory. Kamala Harris botches the Juneteenth history lesson. And Joe Biden snaps at a reporter for asking about recession. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Benny Johnson, and welcome to The Benny Show. If you go woke, you go broke, and no one has proven that more than Disney. Woke Disney is a disgrace, an affront to their fans, a destructive force unto themselves, and everything that wokeness touches, it destroys, including some of your fondest childhood memories. Ask yourself this. When was the last time that Disney made a classic? When was the last time that Disney dug in and actually created something that would be seen as a timeless classic. I can tell you this, the Toy Story movie was probably the last time that a Disney-owned and operated entity, this was in 1998, actually created something worth watching and that would be seen as a timeless classic. And now Disney is going about destroying even the fictional toy characters inside of that wonderful movie. And it is an amazing movie. I love Toy Story. It's a great movie, has great music, has great characters and actors and it's incredible and Disney is going about the process of desecrating the graves of the people who came before it who actually made things. Steve Jobs was integral actually in the creation of Toy Story along with a number of other incredible creators who pushed the boundaries and the limits that of human capacity at the time and is the first fully computer animated movie. It was truly groundbreaking when it was released and the Toy Story series went on to make billions of dollars. Three billion dollars actually over the course of four movies for the original Toy Story series and so Disney decided why not take this wonderful testament to creativity and family fun storytelling and destroy it with wokeness and they have Disney's Lightyear launched this weekend and collapsed at the box office it didn't barely even scratch the surface of what it was expected to do between 80 and 70 million dollars was what they were expecting it pulled in barely 50. It was actually destroyed on Sunday by Top Gun, which is the anti-woke sequel, 30 years in the making. Uh, I assume you've seen it. Millions of Americans have gone and seen it. It's an incredible movie. It's the opposite of what Disney created here with Lightyear, and we'll get into what Disney did, but it's the opposite of wokeness. It's like a time capsule to 1986 when the original Top Gun was released. My wife and I rewatched Top Gun and then we went and watched the new one. And it's almost as though it, there was a flux capacitor in between and you were able to just time travel into the same America. It's kind of sad that that same America doesn't exist. And in this show, we will actually cover how woke the military has gotten and how dangerously close we are to losing a war with China. But nonetheless, Hollywood got it right with Top Gun because they eliminated wokeness. They eliminated identity politics. They eliminated preaching. They eliminated politics and the message inside of their movies. It was more along the lines of 
Come and watch a movie and be entertained. Escapism. Come and see something that will make you stand and cheer. And the people in our theater literally stood up and applauded for Top Gun. They stood up and they clapped at the end of the movie. And when was the last time you saw that? You certainly ain't seeing that in Lightyear because Lightyear isn't even able to get families and kids into the theaters. Now, this is the bread and butter for any box office to bring in the children. The children eat the popcorn and the snacks and the milk duds and so on the junior mints, and they spend more money. And so you want to bring in family units. Family units are not going to go see Lightyear. In fact, no one's really going to go see Lightyear. Could it be that nobody wants to go see a story, a back story about a toy that's supposed to be a fictional character inside of a 90s, classic 90s animated series? Could it be that Disney has just gone woke and so they broke themselves by going woke? We think it's both, actually. We think that Lightyear was stupid in its conception and they should have just let the thing be. They can't help themselves, though, Disney. They are now content creators. They're no longer storytellers. They're no longer artists. They're just content creators for the sake of creating content for their services and their platforms. So they've given up on art. They've given up on storytelling. And then the content creation process gives way to the political process. And that's when you that's where you go to die, right? So now they're Pieces of content are used for telling political stories. So Disney, even though this is a company that does cruises to countries that have banned gay marriage and makes movies in China that has banned gay marriage and uses slave labor, Disney shoved into their product a gay kiss in Disney's light year. They kept it in. They had actually removed it. And then after the entire kerfuffle over the don't say gay law, they put it back in. So now there's a gay kiss in a children's film about a toy. There should, I could argue that there shouldn't be any sexuality, heterosexual or gay in a children's film. It's unnecessary. It's animated characters. They don't need to be sexually active. Nobody needs to see Buzz Lightyear in a sexual position. Nobody's asking for that. But here you have it shoved in your face because Disney can't help themselves. They've gone on the woke train and it has left the station and it's cr- it's it's headed right off the cliff, ladies and gentlemen. And that's exactly what's happened with this movie. The movie is a flaming disaster. I haven't seen it because I won't give Disney any money and they don't send me any screeners, sadly. But what this story did was three things that were unforgivable. One, they replaced Tim Allen with Chris Evans, who is an asshat, who's a total disaster. Chris Evans is not a movie star. He's not somebody to look up to. He plays Captain America in the Marvel movies. He's woke as hell. He's a instrument of the left. He doesn't live in the real world and he's just incredibly pretentious. Tim Allen, on the other hand, makes conservative comedy, has made one of the most timeless classics of a TV series called Home Improvement that have ever been aired, one of the most successful TV series in American history, beloved by many, and is a comedian and brought great life to the character of Buzz Lightyear. Tim Allen is Buzz Lightyear. But the directors at Disney thought, Tim Allen, not good enough. You know the guy that made us... $3 billion, $3 billion with his voicing of the character, we're going to cut him. Why would they do that? Well, according to the director, Angus McClain, he said that Chris Evans' 
Tim of Chris Evans in the role, Tim's version, Tim Allen's version of Buzz Lightyear is goofier and dumber. And so he's the comic relief. In this film, Buzz is an action hero. He's serious and ambitious and funny. He's not goofy in the way that undercut the drama. Chris Evans has gravitas of that movie star quality that separates him from Tim's version of Toy Story. Remember this last month when Elon Musk announced that he would be turning Twitter into a free speech company and that speech would be legal on the platform once more? Remember the demon screams from the left as they writhed and ripped their garments because there would be a place where conservatives might speak freely? Well, that's because the left knows that censorship and destroying conservative thoughts and ripping conservative websites down from the internet is one of their most powerful tools. It always is for the communist. That's why we host BennyJohnson.com and this show through RightForge. RightForge is the only internet server company that allows for free speech and will protect American virtues like freedom of association and thought. RightForge is the internet server company that protects the American internet and they are building their new internet right now. I totally recommend that you take your company and your products online over to RightForge at RightForge.com. RightForge.com, the real American internet. Let me quote the original Toy Story. You are a toy. You are a child's plaything. Nobody's looking for a movie star. It's a toy. Tim Allen was voicing a caricature that was hilarious. And by the way, Tim Allen earned Disney and the owners of Toy Story billions of dollars. So instead of doing the thing that will make my company money and delight our audience, we will do the thing that will piss off our audience and make political points and then irritate everyone and so they don't spend money. So we won't make money, we'll piss off our fan base, we'll alienate the people that would come to see us who are our loyal fans, and then we will essentially destroy the character. Great job, jackass. Angus McClain. The second thing is, of course, the gay kiss that got the movie banned in a bunch of countries and also pissed off a number of families here in America that doesn't want to see sexualization shoved into children's films. Me being one of them. And I don't care if that's heterosexual. Nobody needs to see cartoons sexualized. That's my, my, I mean, I am chief among them. No big fan of anime and no big fan of sexualized cartoons. Not my thing. And I think most parents would rather just watch a good story. You didn't need sex scenes in The Lion King to make Simba or Mufasa interesting. It's pretty much assumed that that Mufasa uh, had a son and the way he had a son is the biological way everyone has a son. You didn't need to see it on camera. Nobody needs to see... Uh, Rafiki or Scar's sex life. Nobody needs to see Pumbaa's sex life in The Lion King, okay? You freaks. If you're into that kind of thing, you're not going to like this channel because that's not what we do here. So they said that they inserted this sex scene and it's because they were stinging from Ron DeSantis' rebuke of them in Florida over the Don't Say Gay Bill. Disney stuck its fat mouse nose into politics. It should have stayed out of it. And now Disney is losing their huge tax abatement here in Florida. And just, I mean, again, like just destroying themselves. It is really remarkable to see how 
A real leader can crush corporate wokeism. And of course, their stock price has plummeted, cut in half over the course of this calendar year. Disney was trading at 190. Now it's trading in the low 90s, nearly 80s. Disney stock price cut in half after they went woke. So what was the reaction to the controversies here? Well, the the new Buzz Lightyear, Chris Evans, woke Buzz Lightyear, called fans idiots. That's right. The people who would go see the movie, he said, you're an idiot and you're going to die off like the dinosaurs. Real quote from Chris Evans here. The real truth about people, the real truth is those people are idiots. He's talking about the people that are offended by the gay kiss in the movie. There's always going to be people who are afraid or unaware and trying to hold on to what was before. But those people die off like the dinosaurs, Evan said in a Reuters interview. So rule number one about getting people to go see your movie, don't tell them to drop dead. And hilarious irony here, Jurassic World, which is a dinosaur movie, destroyed Disney at the box office and beat Buzz Lightyear like a drum. Buzz Lightyear movie, the movie Lightyear took in 51 million. Jurassic World Dominion took in around 70 million. Top Gun Maverick also on Sunday beat Lightyear by 3 million at the box office. Top Gun Maverick's been out for a month. This was your opening weekend, Disney. You're getting drubbed by non-woke, patriotic, masculine American movies and by actual literal dinosaurs. So maybe think twice, Chris Evans, about telling your fans or the potential customers that you have for your movie to drop dead and to say that they are idiots. Probably not the best way to get your movie to hit their marks. The movie cost $200 million. Disney's made $85 million against it with all global receipts taken in. So Disney will not make their money up on this movie. The purpose of a movie is to spend $200 million to make $400 million or a billion dollars. That's what they did in the first Toy Stories. The first Toy Stories were making billions of dollars, billions. No, 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 no. The purpose of a movie and the economics of movie making is you put up a bunch of money to produce a large format movie, get asses in seats in the theaters, and then you make your money back and then some. That's how the points system works in movies. And that's why a situation like this is utterly devastating for Disney. And I have some advice for Disney. If you're listening, which we know they're not, but if you're listening, here's some advice. Leave politics alone. Nobody needs politics in their children's entertainment. Do you know what people need? especially in this era, is a reprieve from politics. They need something to make them forget how bad the world is getting and the world's about to get much worse under Joe Biden's tutelage. They need an escape. That's what entertainment is supposed to be. The world is filled with preachy, snipey, nasty people talking about politics, screaming in the streets. We were waiting today to do the show to see if they'd drop the Dobbs decision for Roe v. Wade. If they didn't, we had a totally different show prepared. If they had dropped that decision, we would have been live talking about that. As we waited, we were watching the live feed of the Supreme Court and we saw people assaulting each other, screaming at each other, getting in each other's faces, yelling. It was nasty. And so you don't 
We don't need more of that in our entertainment. You don't want to go to a children's movie and then see more nastiness and see more politics and see more derision and divisiveness. It's what we go to the movies for, escapism. And it's why everyone stood up and applauded at the end of Maverick. It's why everybody stood up and (laughs) clapped. No one's standing up and clapping at Lightyear. Nobody's even wanting to go see this piece of trash because quite frankly, wokeness is exhausting and it's nasty and it's bullying and it's insufferable. And we're through with being woke. Nobody wants to see more wokeness on their screens or in their faces. We're currently in the month of June, 2022. June 6th, 1944 was the infamous D-Day landing, something that changed the history of the world. Do you know that not since that landing has the S&P 500 had a worse start to their year? Not since World War II have stocks been hammered so hard in this nation. We were at global war before we had such a plunge in the stock market. Amazon down 37%, Tesla down 40%, and crypto just decimated. Now is the time, ladies and gentlemen, to start thinking about protecting what you own, what you have earned. And my recommendation is to consider precious metals. And the only company to do that with is Birch Gold. They're the only people that I trust They can help you convert your IRA or 401k into a gold and silver backed IRA and 401k. A precious metal is something that has retained its value for all time. So it doesn't matter if it's world wars or if it's Joe Biden as president, this is a commodity that retains its value. I recommend Birch Gold because my family personally uses them to help diversify our finances, and I could not be happier with the service we received. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered account. Ladies and gentlemen, make your finances Joe Biden-proof. Text Benny to 989898 and go gold. But here we are. Buzz Lightyear was in a fake military going woke and going all around the galaxy. And I guess our military is taking a cue from Lightyear and going woke themselves. The U.S. Army is teaching critical race theory to West Point cadets. This according to the New York Post. The New York Post is saying that the U.S. Army has introduced critical race theory to West Point Cadets, according to new documents, the woke lessons ask cadets about whiteness while encouraging them to apply critical race theory to their answers, according to the documents obtained by Judicial Watch, who does incredible work. We love Judicial Watch. Tom Fitton over there. They are patriots. More than 600 documents were handed over to Judicial Watch off of the conservative organization sued the Department of Defense. Our military is under attack from within, says Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch. These documents show racist, anti-American, critical race theory propaganda is being used to radicalize a rising generation of army leadership inside of West Point. Why in the hell would you teach a military that is supposed to be conducive? That is the strength of a military unit. That they follow orders, man, woman, black, white that they do their duty, and that they operate as a unit. 
There shouldn't be divisions between them. There shouldn't be racialized tensions. There shouldn't be background tensions. Rich, poor, young, old. Check out the most famous American battles fought. We're watching an incredible series on Fox right now. Kelsey Grammer talks about the greatest battles in American history on American soil. An incredible series. I can't recommend it enough. If you, if you watch this series, let people know in the comments. This amazing, amazing series. The purpose of every, the purpose of every commander in all of these battles, either with, with Washington or with General Grant or past the Civil War into you know, the conquest of America and manifest destiny, the purpose of every commander was to keep their units strong throughout bruising battles or throughout bruising temperatures and heat or cold. You keep your team fighting as a unit. Sorry, but like George Washington wouldn't say, hey, you know, what's really important is for y'all to learn like exactly how white you are. That's going to help you defeat the British. To learn how uh, different you all are and how all of your backgrounds aren't the same and none of you are able to fight together because you all have very different uh, iconoclast backgrounds and none of you are together, and you'll hate each other after you're done serving in the military. You won't like each other because the systems we're going to build are going to be systemically racist. People are morons. So according to what Judicial Watch was able to uncover here, a slide said that whiteness uh, is in order to understand racial inequality and slavery. It is first necessary to address whiteness. Take for granted of whiteness. Take for grantedness of whiteness. I mean, honestly, all this critical race theory crap is always like illiterate. The stuff is the stuff is written like by just such illiterate morons. It's not it's not a science. It's not even like a field of study. It's like a pseudoscience. Like I trust the the women, like the astrology girls with their crystals, about as much as I would trust Ibram X. Kendi. Another slide addresses affirmative action and asks, do you think affirmative action creates an environment for reverse discrimination? Use critical race theory to support your answer. The assumption there is that white people are the only ones who can be racist. That black people or Hispanics or brown people, they can't be racist. Not possible for them to be racist. Only whites can be racist. This is a main tenet of critical race theory, which in and of itself at its very core is racism. In addition, a slide on a graphic states that modern slavery in the USA is an accompany statement that says In addition, a slide has a graphic that states modern slavery in the USA with an accompanying statement that says blacks are less likely than whites to have a college education, receive recommended medical screenings, receive bank approval for a mortgage or get promoted to a job. It states that blacks are more likely than whites to live in poverty be homicide victims, or be incarcerated. And let me ask just a very simple question there. Is that based on the color of your skin or is that based on your decisions as a free man and a free woman inside of a society? Have you been making choices that would lead to positive results or are you making choices like, for instance, fatherlessness? Are you deciding to be a bad father? Are you deciding to leave your children? Father's Day was this weekend. Fatherlessness, one in four Americans are fatherless in America. Are you making that horrendous and selfish decision and then dooming your children? You are twice as likely to wind up in prison if you grow up fatherless. Facts in America. 
Are you making that decision to be fatherless? Now, the child, of course, isn't choosing to be born, but the child can continue the cycle or can end the cycle. It is up to them. Are you choosing to finish high school? Are you choosing to commit crimes? Are you choosing to have children inside of the context of marriage? Those are choices you can make. And it's data that is ever present that will show you that those choices, those choices will determine what kind of a life you lead. Those are actually the leading indicators of poverty and the leading indicators of happiness, actually. Studies on happiness show that race and ethnicity and education have nothing to do with your overall happiness. You know what does have something to do with your overall happiness? Being in a strong marriage, being a religious person, having a belief in something, taking your life into your own hands. Those are the things that lead to actual happiness. So this is pseudoscience, this is trash, and this is meant to break our military. It's meant to be a poison injected into our military and make us a weaker fighting force so that China can win a major war with America at some point. Because if you have a ship out to sea and you are all worried about your own skin colors, the amount of melanin that you had no choice over inside of your skin that you were born with, It's just a difference in melanin based on where your ancestors came from. That's it. They're such cultists. The left tries to make that everything. It is degenerative in our society to have such a hyper fetishization of race. The amount of melanin in your skin based on which area of the world your ancestors came from. Because God designed it that way. Because if you're living in an area that's going to have a ton of sunlight, you're going to have more melanin in your skin to protect you from various cancers and the damage that the sun can do. I am living now in Florida. There is a lot of sunshine here. In Washington, D.C., it's like six months of cloudiness during the winter. In Florida, it's like 360 days of sunshine. So we have a lot of SPF 70 in the Johnson household. Nonetheless, the, the left is attempting to fetishize and to destroy America through the process of having critical race theory injected into our fighting forces to break them further and make them a non-cohesive fighting unit. Unbelievable. It says that blacks are more likely than whites to live in poverty. Again, that is because of choices that people make. A slide label educating future officers For the modern battlefield states, regardless of personal views, future leaders need to understand arguments on controversial issues and need to be prepared thoughtfully to answer questions when soldiers ask about topics in the news, such as critical race theory. So the answer there is going to be critical race theory is the answer. Communism is the answer. By the way, critical race theory is critical theory. Critical theory is Marxism. Critical race theory is simply replacing capitalism inside of critical theory with race. So instead of capitalism being the thing that's broken all society, race. Race is what has broken all society. They've just replaced it. It's a pseudoscience. It's wicked. It's evil. It's meant to destroy our fighting force cohesion. It should be seen as poison from the enemy. We know that communist China pushes this kind of stuff in the American classroom. They push this kind of stuff on TikTok. 
So they know that the weakness of the American system is that we have a ton of people from a ton of different backgrounds. We are not a universally homogenized, racialized country. And so they are using that as a strategic weakness. The Chinese, there are leaked documents on this. As they, they see this as the way to break America and to fracture us into groups. It's actually pretty common military tactic to start to break up groups and create civil wars within a country in order to bring it down. It's actually how you bring down a great whale. How do sharks bring down whales? You just one piece at a time. And critical race theory is a piece. It's sick. It's not just inside of the army, by the way, if we have any military veterans watching. It's also inside of the Navy. The Navy produced a video to explain proper pronouns to people in the Navy because that's what you want to say when you're out on a ship in the middle of the South China Sea and a cruise missile is heading towards you. You want to be able to know whether the cruise missile from the communist Chinese is a they them. Here's what the video sounded like. Hi, my name is Johnny and I use he him pronouns. Hi, and I'm Kanchi and I use she her pronouns. And we're here to talk about pronouns. What is a pronoun? A pronoun is how we identify ourselves apart from our name and it's also how people refer to us in conversations. Using the right pronouns is a really simple way to affirm someone's identity. It is a signal of acceptance and respect. So, in case you're wondering, instead of focusing on being a lethal, cohesive fighting force, our military is now focused on pronouns and focused on racism and the pseudoscience around it. And it is all pseudoscience. You just have to listen to what these people have to say and the manufactured data and the fake science that comes out of their mouth to realize that this is all just for power. Kamala Harris proved this beautifully yesterday when Kamala Harris was talking about slavery. She was talking about slavery in America. She was talking about Juneteenth. She was talking about this brand new holiday called Juneteenth. No country, by the way, should have two Independence Days. She's talking about this brand new holiday, Juneteenth, and saying that America has actually had slaves for 400 years. Now you'd say, Benny, America isn't too isn't 400 years old? Why? Why have they had? Why have they had slavery? How is that possible that we've had slavery longer than we've been around? Well, listen to Kamala Harris explain. I think about Juneteenth. I think that we all know today is a day to celebrate the principle of freedom. And think about it in terms of the context of history, knowing that Black people in America were not free for 400 years of slavery. Couple problems there, Kamala. So, first off, the first slaves in America, African slaves, were brought over to the colonies in 1619. You may recall the 1619 project and so on. Slavery was abolished by the 13th Amendment, which was ratified in 1865. That means that slavery was allowed to exist on this land for 246 years. So that's not 400 years. Secondly, in 1619, up until 1790, this wasn't America, you dolt. This was a colony 
or various colonies for various other countries, including but not limited to the Dutch, the English, the French. Everyone had a big piece of America, carved this place up and created their own cultures. So it was actually Europeans who were bringing slaves here in their own names and under their own flags. It wasn't American slavery because we didn't even have a country until 1790. Until you were finished and ratified with the Constitution, you had a functional government that was federal. That was the first time that America was America. We were fighting revolutionary wars and throwing off the bondages and the yokes of colonialism from the colonial captors of America and the American public, free man or otherwise, free man or slave. Everyone was working for the British crown. Everyone was working for the Dutch government, the French, the Spanish, depending on where you were inside of the Americas. You were a colony. So it is deeply intellectually dishonest and it is malevolent actually to say that America has had slavery for even 246 years. That's being overly generous. It's more around 60 years, 60 to 70, when a million Americans gave their lives in the Civil War to end the practice. To my knowledge, no other nation actually fought a war to end the practice of slavery. In this country, we fought a war to end the practice of slavery and millions of Americans died. Over 1 million, correction. Over 1 million Americans died in order to end this evil practice. The ungratefulness, the ungratefulness, the cruelty of wokeness, it is truly sick. So to say 400 years, to say 400 years, no. No, 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 no. Not even remotely, not even remotely correct. And uh, the White House had to apologize for it. The White House official acknowledged Harris's error, telling the Post the vice president was referring to 400 years since slavery began. What the hell? Have you ever read the Bible? Have you looked into the Bible? There's like 400 years, there's been 4,000 years since slavery began. You apologizing for the, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the Jews for being enslaved by the Egyptians? The idiocy, the stupid, the the duplicitous reasoning and the low information of these people. And they're all in power. And it's so terrifying because they're actually in power. Joe Biden is actually serving currently right now as the president of the United States, the occupant of the Oval Office. And here's what Joe Biden has to say about the recession that he is bringing upon us. And by the way, recession is already here. Joe Biden snapped at a reporter yesterday for asking about recession. Check it out. I, 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 I promise. Recession's even more likely than ever. Not the majority of them aren't saying that. Come on, don't make things up, okay? Now you sound like a Republican politician. I'm joking. That was a joke. That was a joke. But all kidding aside, no, I don't think it is. So every single economist who is alive and has a pulse and every American who's alive and has a pulse, you can have like a below average IQ and still be able to read numbers at your gas station or in your 401k or at your grocery store. And you know damn well that there is a recession. The recession is already upon us. You don't know. It's not called a recession until the recession has actually already hit us. And that's the problem with recessions because we're already in one. We're going to be in a recession next quarter. Trust me on that. Major banks are already saying, hey, we're going to have a recession next quarter. Uh, In 2022, many of them are saying 2023, a major bank, I can't remember what the name of it was, started with an F, 
uh, is saying, no, the recession is here. It's starting in 2022. The recession will happen and it will be devastating for Democrats. Joe Biden, however, is saying, come on, man, don't make things up. Now you sound like a Republican, he said to a reporter. Got it. All right. So having a pulse and having a functional brainstem means you sound like a Republican. I'll take it, by the way. I like to sound like a Republican. I'd like to sound like somebody who actually cares about the American public, who cares about the American people, who cares about our bottom dollar, our economy, because everything is tied to that. The price of gasoline. They want pain. They want you to feel pain. They believe that America is deserving of extra pain and extra horrors because America is evil. That's why critical race theory is being taught. That's why Kamala Harris needs to inflate the numbers of the, uh, of the amount of time that slaves were allowed. Slavery was allowed in America, not in all states, by the way, in some states. She needs to inflate the numbers by like 3x. This is why, this is why they are shoving politics into Disney movies. They believe that they can create their own utopia. They believe that their way is the only way. And it's not. The populist uprising is upon us and the Great Awakening is here. And it is why we do this show. Because we are actually the majority. The majority of Americans want to be left the hell alone. They want politics out of our movies. They want our politicians to be sane and they want our politicians to be America first. And by America first, I don't necessarily mean Trump supporters. Although I don't mind that one little bit. What I mean is they want this country to be put first. Whether you're on the left or whether you're on the right. I had a very long and very fascinating conversation with Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, two and a half weeks ago, got to sit down and do like a one-on-one and really chat with her. It's amazing how much like the new left and the new right agree. This country needs to be put first and we need to stop interfering in and ruining the futures of our children in these globalist enterprises attempting to take over the rest of the world. People have had enough of it. They're sick of it. You've seen the populist uprising in the UK. You've seen the populist uprising in France now with Marie Le Pen's party winning 85 seats, essentially deleting the majority party from Emmanuel Macron. And we march onward. You'll see 100 seats in 2022 from my mouth to God's ears for the Republicans. And we will take back this country. And this time, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to make changes that stick. It's going to be a beautiful thing. And we're sick of all we're sick of all this. And the reason why is because it puts all of our lives, it puts our American experiment in danger. When you're shoving critical race theory poison into our fighting forces, that's what it does. When you're doing it to our children through light year or through their schools, when you have incompetent leaders like Biden and Harris, it puts us all in jeopardy. And all of us, parents and good citizens, just want a better world for our kids to grow up in. That's the purpose of all of this. We just want our kids to have a better world. And so that's what we're going to fight for. God bless all of you. We fight every single day here on The Benny Show. We were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. God, family, country, that's what we go for on this channel. America first, America first, America first. See you tomorrow.